welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Tonight is another night of encounter, another night of visitation, another night of of divine turn around supernatural turn around so shall it be for you amen god is working amongst us the scriptures say that ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 and now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we think or ask of According to the watch this, watch this don't, According to the power that works in us, King James says, according to the power that worketh, that worketh in us. Sometimes King James sounds very powerful. He said, according to the power, the power that so the power that works in us is what determines how God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think or ask and i mm. see there is power that has been discharged in our midst jesus was told oh, thank you lord it came to pass in luke chapter 5 that as he was teaching and the pharisees were there verse 16 he was teaching the pharisees and the doctors of the law they were they were there and bible says that watch this and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Now, the power of God is not for decoration. The mm. power of God is just, just something that shows up and yeah, is there. No, it comes to change somebody's story. It comes, Amen. the power comes to, to give somebody an encounter. The power comes to give somebody a change of situation, change Amen. of story, change of condition. And Amen. every evening we keep seeing the power at work in us. Oh, so if the power is at work in us, then I believe that if you are connected to this line, you are connected to this, or you are on this platform, connected to this service, that power working in us is about to manifest the glory of God in your life to the glory of his name. Yes. In the yes. name of Jesus, I yes. see power coming your way. I see the power of God coming away. Our God is of power, according to Romans. He said, our God is of power. In other words, our God has enough power to do what he says he will do. Our God, Romans chapter 16, our God is of power. And to him that is of power. God has the power. He has the ability. And he will do it tonight. I don't know what your particular need may be. I don't know what your particular expectation may be. But I believe somebody's expectation is too ripe. You are not going and coming tomorrow. Your expectation Amen. is going to guarantee your manifestation. Amen. Your expectation Amen. towards the power of God, expectation Amen. of God's intervention is going to really show right from tonight. Something, good, something powerful, something glorious, something godly is about to break loose Amen. over your life. Amen. I prophesy and I declare, so shall it be. Amen. So shall it be. Jesus said, where two or three? are guarded in my name. There I am in their prayer. 
in their midst. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 18. So mm. when we gather, he has guaranteed and committed his presence as long as we gather in his name. And if he is here, he's here with his power. He's here to change somebody's story. He's yes. here to change somebody's situation. May I say this? This is a year of victory. Okay. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. I just want somebody to understand that God is of power. God is able. He can do it. He can do it. And that we are in the end time where God is about to show in his church that he's still in charge. The world will see what God can do through his people for his people to our generation. And so don't underestimate what God can do through you. But what is what matters is make sure you are in faith. You are in faith and be a covenant practitioner. What is a covenant practitioner? Do the things that God, God's word has us to do. Be part of fellowshipping. Be serving the work of God. Be, be focused building the, the, the church, the things of God. Winning souls. Serving faithfully. Uh, being a generous person. Being a blessing to other people. Committing yourself to kingdom projects. Committing yourself to submission. I mean, these are basic, basic things that when a person engages and you are working in faith and working in consecration. Working in consecration in the book of Job chapter 22. I think we should start from verse 22. Receive, I pray ye, the, I pray thee, the law from his mouth and lay up his words, words in your heart. Do you see that? Re these things we are teaching, receive it. Don't follow unbelievers who are telling you, oh, all these, all these people, all the church. If they won't obey God, don't follow anyone. Don't follow anyone to hell if they will not follow you to heaven. Mm -hmm. Unbelievers job, but oh, God, God says, I, I'll put enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman. The seed of the woman. So from that time, the seed of the devil has always been in opposition to the seed of the woman. Godly seed will always suffer opposition from the satanic seed. And satanic seed doesn't have to look bad and look evil, look like a villain. Satanic seed is anyone who is not in Christ. Satan can easily use them again because it's like if you have seven cars or you have uh, shoes, a few shoes or trainers, you choose, okay, today, okay, I want to wear this. Or I want to wear this. You choose which one you want to wear depending on the occasion. Satan also chooses which one he wants to use depending on the occasion and the assignment. If you are not in Christ, Satan uses you comfortably. So even when you think you are being nice, you are being well-meaning, Satan has access to you any day and any time. Don't let anyone tell you, don't be following the word of God. How can you be obeying the Bible? It's Satan. It's clear voice of the devil through maybe a friend. The person is a friend, but Satan has hijacked their intentions, has hijacked their voice, and is using them. But the devil is a liar. I see you winning. Job chapter 22 he yeah, said, receive, I pray you, the law from his mouth, God's mouth, and lay up, uh, lay, uh, lay up his words in your heart. Look at the next verse. If thou, if thou return to the almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away, did you see that? Put away iniquity from thy tabernacle. You can't say, as for me, I'm believing God for breakthrough. And yet you are living in sin. And you don't care. You are living in sin. You don't care. You are believing it's my year of victory. No. No. 
it might be your year of victimhood, but no, the devil is a liar because Satan will use, he will use the breach in your life against you. He will use it. So he says that you should put away iniquity from your tabernacle. Put it away. I don't know who I'm talking to. Put it away. Put it away. Look at this powerful thing that is happening. How can you be sitting in a uh, holiday room with a woman or a man you are not married to and your hands are around each other's like, and wow. you are listening and holding the uh, believing God for a testimony? Put away iniquity. Kadaba. Hey! Put away iniquity. Put away iniquity. Put away iniquity. Yes. Wow. Yes. Because some of you, because of these services and you have been using your, your phone and your computer for church, Stop using it for other things now. Because you've been using it for holy things. So stop using that same computer. You're using the same computer to listen to Pastor David. And I'm preaching. You're using the same computer. And you want to use it to do other things. Hey! Put away iniquity! I feel like preaching. Put away iniquity! There are certain text messages... And there are certain sites your phone will never go there. Why? Because Amen. you have been using your phone. You have been using your phone for church Zoom. Mm. You have been using your phone to listen to powerful preaching that cast out devils. Mm. See, God helping somebody. Hey. I don't know how he got here, but I believe God has a message for him. So I'm telling you, God sent me with a word that mm. is going to bless you. He's going to prosper you. He's going to help you. Please don't undermine what God wants to do hmm. by compromising here and there and make, not giving, creating the room for God to be able to manifest. We are praying, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. By iniquity is your classmate. Hmm. Iniquity is your classmate. Oh God, oh God. You live on number two iniquity road. Hey. 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 Wow. Hey. 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 I receive it. <laughs> so, so I think we should read the job. It says that if thou shalt return, if thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. I see God building you up this year. Amen. He's establishing you this year, building up your Amen. marriage, building up your business, building Amen. up your career, building Amen. up your education. This week, Amen. as some of, some of us have exam this week, I see God building you up. He said, Amen. thou shalt be built up, thou shalt, uh, uh, and thou shalt put away iniquity from thy tabernacle. Verse 24. This is amazing. Then, did you see then? Then shall thou lay up gold as dust. Prosperity is coming. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ephraim offer as the stones of the brooks. You, the stones of the brook, when you go to the brook, they are there everywhere. But he said, God, God will be like stones for you. You will lay up gold when you obey God and walk with Him. That's why I am confident that this year there is coming some levels of breakthroughs in people's life because God is amongst us. His power is working. He's working. But don't think. Don't think that you it will just happen because mm. you want it. No, it will just happen because he wants it and you are practicing covenant engagements or covenant activities. You are in covenant. You are in covenant. When it's time for service, you are on. When it's when any anytime you look for opportunity to serve, you are busy serving. Even though one of the problems of lockdown and lack of physical services is it strips is that it strips many of God's people the opportunity to serve. Yeah. Mm. physically serve serve mm. others because you are sitting at home most of us you just come it's not your fault anyway you just finish having some 
um, rice or lasagna, and then <laughs> you are sitting down. Even the way some people are sitting down watching, yeah. you are not serious. You are not serious. Seriousness will make you sit up and you want to you want to be seen. You want to engage. You are part of the thing that what is going on. You are engaging so that you can catch something. You can tap into something. There is power here. And I see you tapping into it. Seriousness. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven has suffered. John chapter 11, sorry, Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. The kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and violence. The violence taken by force. Since the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and it takes a certain level of violence, a certain level of determination, a certain level of aggression, a certain level of the, the, the per, uh, perseverance to take it by force. You have to take your miracle by force. Tonight, somebody's taking your testimony by force. Amen. Tonight, Amen. you are taking your miracle by force. Amen. And, and in Enough is enough. Enough is enough. The devil has had enough. Now you are taking over. You are taking your miracle. You are receiving your testimony. This year you are getting married. This year you are getting married. This year, Kadabasha, Iratakaya. This year, this evening, you are receiving your healing. You are receiving your breakthrough as we start a week. You are seeing the goodness of God. Your testimony is coming. Now it is time. You are tapping into it. Yes. Yes. Radabasha Kataya. Said, then shall thou lay, lay up gold as mm. dust. Wow. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of offering as stones of the brooks. Look at the verse, the next verse. He said, Yes, the Almighty shall be your defense. He will give you wealth and he will defend you. And thou shalt have plenty of silver. Listen, this is them telling you what the scripture is saying mm -hmm. that some of us don't know. Mm -hmm. God can prosper you, but are you ready? Can you stand to be prospered? Can you stand to be blessed? Some of us, little prosperity, you become very arrogant. Mm. Your, your own wife can't even talk to you. Your own husband can't even advise you. Your own family, brother and sister, they can't come near you because you have become so powerful. Now you have so much money, so you don't, you don't respect anybody. Some of us, little prosperity, we can't handle it. And so if God is going to give it to you, sometimes he has to prepare you. Can mm. mm -hmm. to be blessed? Prosperity is coming. This year will be an amazing year. Amen. You have testimonies. You will have results. I told you, results on steroids. Yes. Amen. Results on steroids. Results that will beat people's mind. How? How? How can you get this? How can this happen? I see it happening for you. He says that then, um, and then God, God, you have plenty, plenty of silver. Look at the next verse, 26. For then shall thou have thy delight in the almighty and, and shall lift up thy face unto. Then you will have your delight, your, your joy, your breakthrough is because you are with God. Amen. I just am so much in love. It feels like I've taken something. Wow. It's like... Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has an it has watch this. The Holy Spirit has an intoxicating effect on people. Mm. Yes. Yeah, Bible yeah. says instead of being drunk with wine, get yeah. drunk with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5. It, it, the Holy Spirit has an intoxicating effect on people. That's why when the Holy Ghost came in Acts chapter 2, people said these guys have had wine. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, but outside they saw it like you are drunk. See, people who don't love God are not excited about God. Sometimes they don't understand why you get so excited. Why you get so excited about the word of God. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've had enough. I'm, I'm drinking enough and I'm going to keep drinking and drinking and drinking. Yes. Drinking of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You shall see victory. Amen. In every area of your life. Yes, Lord. The power of God will manifest. And Amen. Says, 
in first john chapter 5 verse 4 he said and this this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith even our faith so that makes faith a necessary ingredient for your triumphing in life it makes it a necessary ingredient for your progress, for your next phase, or for you experiencing the power of God. And so this season of fasting, our theme is the just shall live by faith. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Mm. If you can be in faith, there is nothing too hard for God. Mm. It says that all things are possible to him that be him who believes. Sure. Mark 9.23. It is possible. It is possible. Sister, mm. sometimes we believe more in what the devil is doing than what God intends to do or yes. what God can do. Mm. Sometimes we have so much faith in Satan's moves. Sometimes we have so much confidence in Satan's programming. Sometimes we have so much confidence in what the enemy is trying to do. But it, I want to call you and encourage you that if you can Keep and focus your eye on Jesus and put your confidence in Jesus. Walk by faith, not by fear. Walk by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith. It takes faith. Why? Jesus told them, why are you so fearful? There's so much power of God working in our midst. I don't see the reason why you should continue staying in that demonic bondage. No. Mm. You won't, I refuse you to stay in that bondage. I refuse you to stay in that condition. I ref, you won't stay. In fact, some of you, they, they, they are saying that marriage is a battle in your family. No one gets married. Let them look at what's about to happen to you this year. Yes, yes, Let yes, them yes. see what's about to happen. They will know that there's power, some power, power, some power. Some of us, are, our, case, our cases are different. Yes. Your case is different. Your yes. case is different. You might yes. have the same symptoms, the same condition like them, but you are going to have a different result. Why? Because power is on your side. I'm prophesying to you now. So we walk by faith. Can you imagine? The Bible says that, oh, and we know, Romans chapter 8, verse 28, we know that all things work together for good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about your case. All things yeah. are working for your good. All things work together for good. Yes, yes. All things work together for good. Someone say good. Good. Yeah. They are working for your good. They are working for your good. On one condition. Please, the statement hasn't finished. We normally leave it there. But at least even finish at the comma. If you want to cut it short, let the comma come in before you cut it short. Because the statement is not complete. All things don't really work together for good. No. They don't work together for good unless a certain condition is in place. To those who love God. That, I mean, that changes the dynamics. It's very important. And, and to, uh, to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, it is those who are called, <laughs> it is those who are called according to his purpose who can love God. Because the love of God is not natural. 
loving God is not natural. No human being can have it in himself to love God. Mm -hmm. So, when you are called, he gives you the ability or you receive the ability to love God. And he says, all things work together for good to those who, are, who love the Lord. Once you love the Lord, so God calls you, and when he calls you, he wants all things to work together for your good. So he, he, he helps you with an ability, initial spark for you to love him. Because when you love him, then things begin to work together for your good. Everything you are going through will turn together for your good, I'm telling you. It, others go through it and they are finished. You go through it and it's the beginning of laughter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says that uh, what has this got to do is faith. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 6, it said faith works by love. Faith works by love. Shall we all say that together? Faith, faith works, works by, by love. love. One more time. Faith works by love. Let's say it together. Faith, faith works by love. love. Yeah. So, if you want to walk by faith, it's, there should be love in place. When you love God, it makes the work of faith possible. Now, mm. in 1 John chapter 4, verse, six, verse 16, it says that, and we know, it says, and we know, uh, and we know, uh, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. I, brothers and sisters, may I submit to you, for faith to really work clean and well, mm -hmm. there must be two major components that must be in place. Faith is not just a feeling. Oh, I feel, I feel something. No, 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 no. It's not just a feeling in that sense. And mm -hmm. faith is not just uh, um, like, uh, I, I know things will be, I know it will be. You're just hoping. No, there's a difference between hope and faith. He says that, and we and we have known and believed that God is love, or and we know and believe the love, the love that God has, uh, uh, God has for us. In other words, God loves us. This is important. That's where it starts. So, so, so well, let me read it again. For we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and He who abides in love abides in god and god in him now faith for our faith to work faith must have a heart dimension and a mind dimension mm. a heart dimension and a mind dimension the mind dimension is the things you know about god that's why sometimes we take time to share testimony so you can know some things about god and my, primarily more the clearest things and the cleanest things and the purest things and the most authentic things you can know about god is what the scripture says and so you have you can't say i just i know don't you know people who know the bible but they don't have faith yeah they know the bible they are born again they know the bible but they don't have faith any little thing they behave like babies ah, i'm dead i'm dead ah you went to the hospital. The doctor said they suspect the situation. This is cancerous. You come you for, for the whole night. You won't sleep. You are crying. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. Ah, but you, you, you know, you caught Bible like a, a, a parrot. <laughs> you know every scripture in the Bible. And this news has, no, you see, so the fact that you have knowledge, you know some things, doesn't mean it's enough for your faith. Faith has two aspects and all three work together in our work with god it is your your um your mind what is on your mind what you are understanding and what's the the heart your heart for god your love for god now when we say your feeling feeling what is i'm talking about what's in your heart what do you have in your heart towards god 
It's not, when we talk about feeling, it's not like, oh, 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 I feel, I feel things are good. No, what you feel about God, your feelings towards God, your feelings towards God is what determines the quality of your faith. Hmm. So the devil will say, you know, God doesn't care about you. Ah, once you begin to think like that, I'm telling you, there's no way you can walk by faith. Yeah. God really doesn't care about you. If God really cares about you, he would have made you be the firstborn so that you can get all that money. But you are not the firstborn. Now look, oh, your sister has got everything. Your brother has got... What, what kind of nonsense from the pit of hell? If God really cares about you, he would have made you a different race. Maybe you would have been born a, a North Korean. And when you ask you are North Korean, you come on, come on, come on. <laughs> so satan will convince you so your feelings towards god that is your love for god and that makes me want to talk briefly about the factor of love faith works by love okay so these three things are important our trust in god our faith in god and our love for god sorry our trust in god our knowledge of god and our uh, and, uh, and our love for god this is there's no way you can love god enough without knowing him you can't love a god you don't know you can't love the god you don't know so that means that all these three things go together our knowledge our trust and our love and it says love is so important and why do we love god now in fact when you love god jesus calls us to proclaim our love when you love god just don't be quiet about your love you need to confess your love this do you know how jesus puts it why should i confess my love faster because jesus said in matthew chapter 10 verse 32 that anyone who is not uh who does not confess me or who is ashamed of me he says that um therefore whoever confesses me before men i will also confess him before my father and uh, before my father who is in heaven look at verse 33 he says that but whosoever denies me before men i will also deny him before so don't deny me confess me before men you have to be proud enough bold enough let them talk down against you let them look funny towards you because you are on church zoom but they will be on pornography sites you are on church zoom leave them alone let them do when they were messing up and some of us when you were in the world your family was okay when you were messing up traveling to ayanapa abiva messing up when you were going for on vacation and now staycation yes you went on vacation it was okay now you are not going you are rather serious they are telling you you are taking this thing too far you are taking one too far you are you are taking one too far you didn't know what god has delivered you from that your auntie doesn't know the number of abortions you have committed she doesn't know she doesn't know that if you have not found church like this but now you would have been on your seventh abortion but wow. that be to God. Thanks be to God. He saved you. God saved you. God saved you. Especially those who are still in your uh, early 20s or mid 20s or late teens and you are all you are teenage and you have come to know Christ. It's so advantageous for you. When you come to Christ early, it's good. Some of the sisters, you were messing up in the world. Oh. And look at what the devil stole from you. But thank God, at least, you didn't wait till you are 82 before you came to Christ. When yes. you don't have any strength. <laughs> but thank God that you've come to Christ in your 40s. You've come to Christ in your 50s or in your 30s. This should make you shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! In John chapter, in 1 John chapter 4 verse 19, there's some, a very powerful statement there. 
There's a prayer. Before I even go there, let's go back to Jesus said. So the reason why we should proclaim Christ is because Jesus said we should do it. Number two, because once you begin to declare Christ, once you begin to talk about Christ, do you know what? You have joined, you sorry, you declare, you declare your love for Christ. You have joined the company great people. Great people like Paul, great people like some of the great heroes like uh, Billy Graham, great people who have died and gone. They suffered for the uh, William Wilberforce. I mean, great people like William Tyndale, uh, Martin Luther, Charles Finney, Charles Wesley. You are talking about great people, Catherine Coleman. You are talking about great people, Kenneth, uh, 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 Kenneth Hagen. Great people who have lived. One of the things that I am confident in talking about, people, one of the greatest men of God in our generation, that God is real. We have so many great men of God, like Archbishop Duncan Williams and Reverend Ampia Kofi and Bishop Dag. I mean, great, great, great men of God. But guess what? One of the greatest ones God is, has raised is Bishop uh, David Oyedepo, and these people are people who are addicted. They love God. They mm. love God. Bishop Oyedepo said, you want to know my secret? You can never know my secret till you, till you know my heart for God. You mm. can never know my, till you, my secret is my heart for God. Do you love him? Do you love God? And so when you begin to declare your love for God, you have joined the company of great people who have loved God, they've committed to their life, for, and they'll declare it anyway. If people don't like you because you love, because you declare you love God, sorry, we love God. If you go to heaven, those people who are burned at the stake, those people who are executed, persecuted, killed because of their love to God. If you go and ask them, how many of you love Jesus? You hear all of them. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. Somebody shout, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. That is what makes your faith work. So great people are, are declared, have declared their lives. And then number three, the third reason why you should confess your love for Jesus, declare your love for Jesus, is that sometimes you confess your love for Jesus, it becomes a witness to somebody, for mm. someone to be attracted to Jesus. The more you are quiet about your love for Jesus, the more somebody might miss the, the opportunity to come and love Jesus like you. Don't be quiet. Don't be quiet about your love for Jesus. But why? Let me just mention one reason, one main point, that why we love Jesus. Why? If you, if you ask them, there will be everybody who, all the great people, they said, oh, sorry, I didn't add myself. If you love Jesus, you have joined me too. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. From my teenage years, all my classmates will tell you, in secondary school, I was preaching Jesus nonstop. I've done it throughout my life. I, I love Jesus. I, hallelujah! I am so fired up because it's not the revelation. It's my love for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, this Jesus thing. Verse 19 of 1 John chapter 4. Verse 19 of 1 John chapter 4. Wow. If someone receives that. Look, it says that. Why do we love him? We love him because he first loved us. Wow. 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 You don't have what it takes to love God. Mm. But his love for you provokes a reaction back. Mm. His, his, his love for us. We love him. We love him. Do you love God? Yes, we love him. Do you love Jesus? Yes, we love him. Why? Because he first. He first. That's why I said loving God is not natural with any man. Mm. Wow. Loving God. No unbeliever can love God. Mm. No unbeliever can love Jesus. No unbeliever. No unbeliever. Now, there are people who are who call themselves Christian, they are in church, but they don't love Jesus. I don't think they are born again. Wow. Wow. That's serious. I don't think. When you love him, then everything changes. You how can you walk by faith without love for Christ? Mm. How 
can you walk by faith without love for Christ? I love him. I love him. I love him. We love him because his love. Now, what provokes the love in us is when you are you become more aware of the kind of love he has for you. That's why you become born again. Everybody's complaining. Now this thing you are doing is too much. But they don't understand. They don't understand what Jesus has done for you. This is too much. He, so his love, his excess love is what produces and provokes our love. The love we have for Christ. You see, you, you can't command love. You see, you can say, okay, I will think. I will think about something. But you can't say I will love. No. Love is not a slave. Love is a master. You can't just command love. Love, the love we have for God, is a reaction. Mm. Reaction to the way he loved us. That is why we can't be ignorant about his love. Bible says that for this is how God commended his love towards us. That whilst we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. Christ died for us. Christ died for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only. He loved us. He loved us. Jesus, you love me this way. You love me this way. Nothing I do is too much. And if you love me, I know that if I'm going through difficult times, if I'm going through hell, I know you will not leave me alone because you love me. Because you love me because you love me and i love you back i love you back lord i love you with my love my life i love you with my substance i love you with everything in my life i love you lord 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 one of the things that help you walk by faith is your love for god those who want to use god they try to walk by faith in order to use God. It does not work. Mm. But if you love God, you become so so in, so preoccupied and absorbed by your love for Christ. Mm. By your love for Christ. I'm calling somebody for things, all things to work for you this year. Mm. Your love, the, the, the love factor must be settled. That love mm. question must be settled. Jesus resurrected and he asked Peter, do you love me more than this? Peter, do you love me more? Three times. Do you love? That means this love thing, don't let us take it for granted. And for you to be able to love him, then you must, that means you must focus on what he has done for you. He's done so much. This morning I spoke about the graciousness of Christ. If you have tasted the graciousness of Christ, he's been so good to you. That's why they can't advise you out of church. Those no. guys, they can't advise. Nobody should be able to even offend you out of church because someone went and said this about you. You are not happy. All those people who complain about church and I didn't like they were talking about me in church. Forget it. They talk about all of us. Mm. They talk, but didn't you talk about somebody too? Yes. They talk about Jesus. They say, all the, and Jesus said that the world will hate you. As I quoted earlier on in, in, in Genesis chapter 3, Jesus, God said, I'll put enmity between your seed and her seed. The seed of the enemy, they, will, they won't love us. Jesus said in the book of John, John chapter, chapter 15, I think verse 17, 18, 19, a very strong statement there. He said, if the world hates you, you, uh, if, uh, you know that it's, it hates me before he hated you. He hated me before he... So, they won't they don't like Jesus and they don't go to the next verse. Go to the but if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. The, the world would love its own. Mm -hmm. Yet, because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Wow. So wow. they won't love us, wow. they won't appreciate us. Don't stop trying to like let everybody love you. And because they don't love you, you are now beginning to stifle and 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 suppress your love for Christ? Oh no, don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. Faith 
works by love. But I'm challenging somebody. All these things that we are coming to church just to use God, use God. Do you love him? You are saying I have faith, but the faith is not working. Is the fa love factor in place? Is the love factor in place? Mm. If the love factor is not in place, the, the car cannot move without power or without fuel. You have a car, it's faith. But what will make it move is your love for God. Oh, Jesus. Love for Christ. We love Christ. We love Christ. Say, I submit to you. Me, I am addicted to Christ. Me, I am fanatic. Let them call you fanatic. Let them call you fundamental. Let, us, let them call. They will give us all names. They will call us all kinds of names. You are extremists. Mm. Let them call us extremists. We know we just love Christ. And because they don't love our Christ, they find us too much. Mm. They find us too much. Some of us, when you were messing up in the world, it, your, your mother was always crying. Now that you have become born again, she's happy. But she wants you or your father, your brother, the, uh, your friend. They want you the way they think you should be. Not the way the one who saved you thinks uh, asked you to be. Wow. So now that you are getting all out for Jesus, it has become a problem. They are coming to quench your fire. They are coming mm. to water it down. But you are doing this thing. But you know, there's nothing you've done too much. Mm -hmm. We are just fasting in church. I remember one day my mother told me, look, all your contempt, your friends, everybody is looking very fresh. Look, you fasted and you are looking like a stick. It's okay. Stop that. Stop that. I mean, that's the mother's concern. Beautiful. I appreciate. Thank God for my mom. That's such a loving concern. But if you don't take care, Satan will love you out of your destiny. He will wow. let people who love you, people who care about you, because of, out of their care, and they don't understand this appreciate, appreciation you have for the love of Christ. They will love you out mm. of your destiny. By the time you realize you are now gone cold, you are no more on fire for Jesus. Praise God. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.